0: Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning into my podcast tonight. I'll be your host. My name is Faith Thompson, and I will be talking about the trends in childbirth. They range in a lot of ways, and there's many different modes which women choose to go about the process. And I've done some research about what those methods are, and what is most popular among women today. I'm going to share some of that with you all. If you stay tuned into this podcast, that'd be great. It's always educational to learn about the different birth plans for women, and I find it to be a really fun and exciting topic to explore. So thanks everyone for listening. Now let's get started. that I really want to focus on tonight is the huge spike in cesarean delivery among women in the U.S. and globally. Um, Cesarean delivery has become super prevalent in society, and one of the reasons behind that is that a lot of women associate it to be related to them not having any pain during their childbirth process. And many women do not want to experience pain. And through stories and the media and what other women have said, many other women are impacted by that and choose to have cesarean delivery based on that aspect of no fear associated and no no pain associated with the childbirth process when having a cesarean delivery. One really fascinating book that I read called Our Babies Ourselves was something that brought my attention to other cultures and what they may have done or anticipated for the birth process. And I remember reading about some cultures in the past that the birth process was something that was really private. And some women would give birth in the woods alone, and that was a cultural value that was important to that society. And in Japan, for for example, many women choose to give birth in the hospital and they like to be surrounded by their family and their partners. And it's a really strong belief that having family there and having the partner there makes the experience better for the woman and more happy and easygoing when looking back on the process. so being a college student means that i'm exposed to many girls and women who have told me about if they want children if they don't want children and a trend that i found to be really common is that many girls and women do not want to have children from the generation that i am a part of which is Kind of close to Millennials, but mostly in Generation X, and a lot of women do not want to have children, and many girls my age do not really associate childbirth with anything because they just can't imagine doing it or going through it, and a lot of them associate it with pain. And I find this fact to be very interesting and possibly could shed light on the huge spike in cesarean delivery that we've seen. And I've even heard women say, like, oh, I'll just have a cesarean delivery. Like, it's fine. It'll be easier that way and everything like that. And I think that that's something to be attuned to because... That means that mm, there's a stigma going around that childbirth is painful and that it's not a good experience and that if you can have a cesarean delivery, you should do it. However, when this topic comes up, there isn't really the side that people see about the risks that are involved with cesarean delivery, which include making your body susceptible to sepsis or having infection becoming ill, or also you can't really hold your baby maybe as closely as you may if you had a vaginal delivery. So there are many different aspects to this c-section spike, but I think that there isn't a lot that women actually consider before choosing to have a cesarean delivery, because I think that if women did fully look into the effects and everything around it, they may choose to go natural unless they have health complications which don't allow them to have a natural birth, which is also a really real aspect of the childbirth process. And many women do not actually have a choice and they have to have a c-section because they may have a placenta that is covering their cervix, which would block the baby from exiting their body Or they may have a placenta that is detached from the uterus, which also is a reason for medical professionals to perform C-sections on women. And usually those things are planned and are known far in advance before the baby is expected and going to be born. And usually the doctors and the mothers and fathers know before their baby will be born. So... It's interesting that women actually would elect for this surgery when we know that some women have to do it based on their health complications or any number of things. So one of the biggest reasons that I found through doing my research was that women associate no fear with having a C-section, which is really interesting because the c-section is literally a cut in the abdomen which goes all the way through to the uterus and then the baby is pulled out that way. And the woman is usually put under laughing gas but is not put to sleep because women want to see their baby be born. They want to hold the baby but if they're under anesthesia they won't be able to do that. So usually women are just numbed normally and then They're not fully asleep, so they're awake and conscious, and they can hold their baby when it's born. So, this is interesting, and it's also a much quicker process through cesarean delivery. But the time it takes to heal and stuff kind of makes up for that time that is spent that you may have spent doing a vaginal birth or vaginal delivery. Kind of going back to the piece that I mentioned about the fears associated with birth, there have been quite a few studies done o- across women in different cultures and societies and what their fears are, and these childbirth fear questionnaires are usually based in research and are given to women to find out, okay, why... What are women afraid of? Why are they fearful of the process? Why may they not be? And so there was kind of an idea that, oh, maybe the maternal age had something to do with being fearful of the birth process. But in fact, through these questionnaires, they found that usually women who did have fear going into their birth process had Either a past pregnancy that did not go as they wanted it to, or it could have been really painful, or they could have had an episiotomy in the past. So that could lead to them having that negative perception of this birth process that they were going to have soon. This study found that the maternal age of women really didn't have anything to do with whether or not they were afraid, more afraid than other women, and it really had to do with the link of past pregnancies and what they had heard from the media and other women around them. And I think that something that we could all agree upon is that birth is not something that is portrayed in the media, and we don't really see it, and it's guarded And I know several cases of women posting their birth stories on Instagram and then people taking it down because it's offensive or it's too much, even though it's such a natural process that many, many billions of women go through. So to kind of wrap up this podcast, I just want to emphasize the importance of acknowledging and appreciating each woman's different birth plan and why women choose to do things the way they do. And whatever that may be is okay. And if a woman wants to have a C-section, she should have a C-section and that is what's best for her because that's what she wants. And it's always good to, impor- to remember that and carry that with us and spread the word that each woman is entitled to her own delivery and plan for delivery. So keeping that in mind can make our society more aware and more accepting to each woman's birth plan. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening to my podcast tonight. This is a fun topic, and hopefully I'll be back with more podcasts in the next few weeks. So have a great night, everyone. Thanks again for listening. Bye!